Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. Thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy this review. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button, and you'll continue to get all of my reviews downloaded into your podcast player of choice. Also, I want to mention that within the last week of recording this, I was a guest on the In Session Film Podcast, and we reviewed the latest film by Kelly Reichardt called Certain Women. So if you want to check that out, you can go to InSessionFilm.com and look for episode 193. We also talked about our top three horror movie damsels, and I also appeared on an extra in-session film podcast where we looked at Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. So check all that out. InSessionFilm.com is where to go. For today's film, I'm going to be reviewing Hacksaw Ridge. It's a war film, a drama primarily, R-rated for intense, prolonged, realistically graphic sequences of war violence, including grisly bloody images and it runs two hours and 11 minutes the cast includes main star andrew garfield along with supporting roles for Teresa palmer hugo weaving vince vaughn luke bracy sam worthington and rachel griffiths the director is mel gibson and the screenplays by andrew knight and robert Schenken. if you were to ask me for the actual title i would call hacksaw ridge i would say hackneyed ridge it's been 10 years since mel gibson took a seat behind the camera as a director that was 2006's Apocalypto, but he is not able to elevate the weaknesses in the material in Hacksaw Ridge through his mastery of scope and vicious violence. Oh, the violence is there, all right, but the grisliness in Hacksaw Ridge is so overdone throughout that the overall effectiveness of it becomes numbing with each repeated occurrence until we as the audience are left with little to be shocked or enthralled by as these horrific scenes of bloody war continue to play out over long stretches of the film's second and third acts. Mel Gibson's film is loosely showcasing the true story of a small-town Virginia resident named Desmond Doss and his heroic actions as an American soldier who fought in the Pacific against the Japanese forces during the waning days of World War II. Now, Doss was a devout Seventh-day Adventist. He was a firm believer in pacifism, and he enlisted into the armed forces not because he wanted to fight, but because he believed in the cause. Even though he wished to help out without the need for killing the enemy on the other side, he tried to go through basic training, retaining his unwavering beliefs to help his fellow man and his country by becoming an unarmed medic. The film follows Desmond Doss's dysfunctional upbringing within a heavily religious household. He had this uncompromising and unstable father played by Hugo Weaving who had become distraught that his two sons had chosen to enlist in the army and were likely to come back maimed or dead. We also see Doss's courtship of a local nurse named Dorothy played by Teresa Palmer. Doss develops this interest in helping to save others like Dorothy does and which ends up giving him a keen interest in doing the best good to save as many lives as he can on the battlefield in World War II. Desmond Doss enlists into the army and then becomes an excellent recruit in all other respects, but he eventually butts heads with his superiors because of his refusal of picking up a firearm, and that also tests the levels of trust within those fellow soldiers who feel that Doss will become more of a liability on the battlefield that might even end up getting them all killed. Now, as far as the film goes, there are very few cliches that are left untouched by Hacksaw Ridge. It starts with a sweet but very corny meet-cute romance aspects, then we get the makeup of the platoon to which Doss is assigned. It's all chock full of Hollywood movie ethnic stereotypes there, further compounding the distractions within the film that make it seem more like a movie and less like real life from the herring 
but heroic deeds of Das's story is the introduction of Vince Vaughn as their feisty and foul-mouthed drill sergeant. You know, Vince Vaughn's mere presence is so woefully out of place within this movie that the audience, with whom I viewed a screening of Hacksaw Ridge, laughed on a number of occasions in which Vaughn appeared on screen, even when he was not doing anything remotely amusing within that scene. Though, I will say, he does give a semi-comedic portrayal here, and there are laughs that are well-earned, but just by seeing Vince Vaughn, I think people were just ready to chuckle. The film also features this very lumbering, flavorless script by TV veteran scribes Andrew Knight and Robert Schenken. It's perhaps the biggest liability of the film. It's all further compounded with questionable casting choices of mostly Australian actors with some limited range. Luke Bracey and the aforementioned Vince Vaughn, notably, they make their line readings feel very much like they're running through a script instead of anything a real person might say in their situations. Now, not all of the acting is standard or even poor. Andrew Garfield continues to show why he is one of the most underrated of young actors around. He offers up a handful of key emotional scenes and does it with a lot of conviction, despite being saddled with this rural accent that has him sounding like Forrest Gump is doing a less hip impression of Snoop Dogg much of the time. Now, much of the feeling among viewers regarding this film is likely going to come from the titillation factor of the horror movie levels of visceral gore within the battleground sequences. Now, how much credit or even adoration you give to this movie will come down to your own taste for the pornography of violence, especially within Gibson's very potent films. But I will offer this counterpoint to those people who think this movie is really great and who champion the film as something truly good, because I think that if the hard R levels of gore were removed from the film entirely, let's say they tried to make this a PG-13 rated film, I think that most people would see easily many of the flaws within the storyline that hamper it from taking hold as one of the better war films in recent years, as some people are claiming right now. The ending of the film is particularly dubious. It puts pacifist Desmond Doss in the role of actually being an enabler to even more killing and more bloodshed through his heroic deeds. As a medic, it dilutes the main theme of finding ways to preserve peace from within war instead of the other way around as it plays in this film. Doss does appear to be as sympathetic to Japanese soldiers and their severe injuries, though the same cannot be said of the way Mel Gibson portrays them as these frightful, vicious savages by comparison to the more mirthful and naive American soldiers. The film ends in the epilogue with clips from nearly 15-year-old interviewees, including the real-life Desmond Doss. They detail many of the acts within the movie that are based on fact, though it definitely does feel like a very over-amplified version of truth within cinema, instead of something that we might see in real life the way that Gibson portrays it. Unlike, say, Saving Private Ryan, which ramped up the levels of realism in the opening sequence, the brutality of war, unlike anything that we had seen from a Hollywood production before, Hacksaw Ridge seems to completely revel in the repugnant portrayals of its bloody combat, which will likely turn off some of those crowds looking for something heartfelt from their war films and will probably send the wrong message to those viewers who aren't as keen on that aspect. In short, unless you're looking for a wholly broad-stroke kind of war film with a lot of gushing blood and guts hanging out of cavernous wounds, there's not a whole lot here for me to recommend for more discerning viewers, other than the fact that war films on a grand scale are almost always inherently watchable due to the high stakes of their premise. It is effective in spots, I'll give it that much, but I don't think that it quite congeals enough as a whole to overcome the liabilities in its bombastic but banal visual presentation. 
one final note, I do think that although it does attempt to pay great service to a war hero here, I don't think that this is the kind of war biopic that you would suspect Medal of Honor winning Desmond Doss, a complete pacifist who was disturbed by acts of violence on the battlefield, I don't think he would have authorized this film to be made in this way himself. So it kind of does him a disservice by trying to pay him so much service. Two and a half stars is the most I'm going to give Hacksaw Ridge. Two and a half stars on my scale means that I think that it had all the tools, all the talent to be a worthwhile film. And unfortunately, I do feel that it does fall short. I know this is getting a lot of very positive reviews from many other film critics. And some of the people who are going into this film come away thinking that it's a great movie. But I'm not going to be one of them. I think this is a very flawed film in many respects, including a bad script, some really bad performances here. And I think it sends a very mixed message at the end of it. And I just really cannot recommend it wholeheartedly. Hacksaw Ridge gets two and a half stars on my scale. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. Don't forget if you want to support the show, you can go to iTunes and leave a review or go to patreon.com slash quipster and leave a donation. Also, if you want to catch all of my written work, you can go to my website, quipster.net and find my contact information as well as links to my Twitter feed and Facebook page. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R dot net. 